Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Chelsea McLaughlin. And Chelsea, did you see some breaking news, like literally just as we were walking into the studio? Yes. Courtney, Travis, we're talking about Travis? Yes. Yes. I was like, what else happened in that time? Uh, See, I couldn't look because I was juggling my water bottle, my coffee, my laptop, (laughs) my phone. So my hands were full. But I saw that you were like on the breaking news. As far as I could see, it was just some blurry photos, classic TMZ. But I feel like the socials are going to start coming. Yeah. Very excited. Going to watch. So a real wedding this time because they're in front of the courthouse. A real one. Interesting. Mm. I honestly thought they'd have a big like opulent Disney. I actually thought they'd get married at Disneyland, which I was excited about. I feel like this is not what Chris had in mind. No. Christian is like. In but front also, of the, courthouse. the weddings that that woman has had to throw, part of me is like, she's probably mm. thinking, yep, go and get married in front of the courthouse. I can't do this anymore. True. Okay, interesting. I hope some more info comes out so we can talk about that tomorrow. Well, coming up on the show today, a very different subject. So the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard defamation trial is continuing this week and for many more weeks from what we can see. But what's really interesting is a lot more celebrities have started to weigh in on the case. And a few of them actually seem to be pulling strings behind the scenes around how Johnny Johnny Depp's career in particular is going to go after the trial is over. So we're going to get into who's taking sides against Amber and Johnny and why it's wildly problematic and quite scandalous in some cases. But first, the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. Well, some sad news came out over the weekend with Britney Spears and her partner Sam Asghari announcing the loss of their pregnancy, which Brit had originally announced in April. So the pair released a joint statement on Instagram, writing, It is with our deepest sadness we have to announce that we lost our miracle baby early in the pregnancy. This is a devastating time for any parent. Perhaps we should have waited to announce until we were further along. However, we were overly excited to share the good news. So Brittany already shares teenage sons Jaden and Sean with her ex Kevin Federline and she has been open about her hopes to have another child, saying that during her conservatorship she was not allowed to come off her birth control although she wanted to. Britt and Sam have said that their love for each other was helping them through this time and they would continue to try and expand their family. If this has raised any issues for you or you would like to speak with someone, please contact the Sands Australia 24-7 hour support line on 1300 072 637. 
Well, in exciting TV news, at least for me, because I still watch the Logies like a dag, <laughs> the nominations for the 2022 TV Week Logie Awards have been announced, which is exciting because COVID forced them to have a two-year break. So they weren't one of those award shows that did the whole virtual thing. We just missed out for two years. So it'll be exciting to see all of our favourite Aussie stars dressed up and getting drunk, which is hilarious. <laughs> so kicking into the biggest category of the night, which of course is the TV Week Gold Logie Award for the most popular personality on Australian TV. Chelsea, I hope you're getting the magnitude of that. Yeah, I find this fascinating because in New Zealand, like there's TV awards, but it was never a big deal. It's almost like don't talk about the TV awards because tall poppy syndrome. We're like, no, we don't want that. (laughs) Okay, we don't do that here. I love that it's glitzy and glamour here. (laughs) Well, look, to be fair, it's not as glitzy as it used to be. Like it used to be a huge deal to watch the Logies Mm. all the way through the end and to be getting close to 10 o'clock and your mum would be saying like, go to bed, you've got to go to school tomorrow. But you had to watch the goal Logie because that was the big one. It was such a big deal who won. And it's still kind of a big deal, but not so much after some antics that have happened in the last couple of years. So, and I'll explain as we go through the list because you just told me you didn't know who some of these people are. I know most so of them. So, we've got Hamish Blake, who has <laughs> yes. won before. Julia Morris is in there. Carl Stefanovic, your problematic fave, right? Yeah, I have a bit of a soft spot for Carl. Hey, the Today Show got me through the pandemic. So, I feel like I have a close personal relationship with this man I've never met. Okay. Sorry, lot, I know that's wrong. to unpack there, <laughs> potentially with a therapist, but that's okay. <laughs> Melissa Leong is in there, which is so exciting. And the only kind of like diverse person who hasn't been nominated for the last 10 years in that category. So it's nice to see a fresh face in there and people mm-hmm. love her. I don't think she's going to win, which is sad, but I'm going to kind of like throw my tiny power behind her. <laughs> to win. We've got Ray Muff, otherwise known as Alf Stewart from yes. Home and Away. I feel like even if you're from New Zealand, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's huge. He has won before, which is exciting. Sonia Kruger, because she hosts every show on TV. <laughs> and Tom Gleeson, which is the funny one. Now, did you say you don't know who Tom Gleeson yeah, is? Yeah, I'm so sorry to this man. Um, <laughs> to this man. <laughs> but it rings a bell, but I've never watched Hard Quiz, so... Okay, a couple of years ago, there was a whole situation where Tom Gleeson wanted, as a joke, that he was going to get Grant Denyer to win the lo- oh, the gold Logie. I remember. And, yeah, and he did a whole campaign for it, and he won. Okay. He, like, pushed him down the carpet in, like, a wheelbarrow or something. <laughs> it was like, just want the little bastard to win this because he thought it was funny and made a mockery of the show mm. because he didn't have a show on the air at the moment. Then everyone was like, well, you're just making the Logies a joke. And then Tom Gleeson did the same thing for himself, and then he won the gold Logie. <laughs> as a joke and got up there and, like, trashed the whole thing in his speech. Right. So it would almost be interesting for him to win again just because he would definitely give the most intense speech. <laughs> a bit of drama. Yeah. We've had him on the spill before. That was a wild time. Some of it didn't go to air. Some of it did. <laughs> Moving on to another section. So this is a new award, which we thought was really interesting. So the Silver Logie for Most Popular Australian Actor or Actress in an International Program. So you've got Anagori Rice for Mayor of Easttown, Jackie Weaver for Yellowstone, Murray Bartlett for The White Lotus, Sarah Snook for Succession, Troy Sivan for Three Months, and Yvonne Strosky for The Handmaid's Tale. So all names that we really know. Do we think that they've done this for a particular reason? Having watched five out of six of those shows, I feel like this is the one that people, I think, will care about the most. Because in the past few years, like, the way in which we consume content is so different. Streaming is where we get most of our content from these days, and so it's sort of like a tip to people who have gone overseas and done really great stuff. You know, and maybe they're hoping that some of them will come and walk the red carpet at the Logies to give a bit of star power. Because as we were saying in our meeting this morning, having a big star at the Logies used to be 
such a huge thing. Like, you know, you'd have Ricky Martin come and perform. Like, Joan Rivers came and did, like, a stand-up set. Avril Lavigne performed. But I also thought it was interesting how many local drama series are getting awards and recognition, which I think is really important because we've had a lot of great original content in the last couple of years in particular. So what was interesting is that Binge's first ever original Australian series, so that's Love Me, the six-part series that we're big fans of here at The Spill, scored the most nominations of any drama this year with seven nominations. They had most outstanding drama series, most popular drama program, and lots of awards for the cast. Also in that category, we had Bump on Stan and lots of nominations for the cast there too. Obviously, we love that show so much. Mm -hmm. The Newsreader and ABC, Wentworth, The Final Sentence on Foxtel, people love that, and Royal Flying Doctor Service on The Seven Network. So a lot of interesting things there. So if you want to vote, we should vote. We should and like ask the spillers who they're voting. I don't think I've actually voted in the Logies before and I've watched it since I was a kid. So you can vote right now through, there's a website, tvweeklogiesvote.com. That's easy to remember. And the Logies are going to be held Sunday, June 19th. So mark that in your calendars. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Well, the defamation case brought by Johnny Depp against his ex-wife Amber Heard continues this week and for many weeks following, judging by the evidence that still has to come out. So just as a quick refresher, if you can't remember what they're actually in court for because of all the wild headlines and TikToks that have come out of this. So Johnny Depp is suing for $50 million in damages and denies ever being physically abusive towards Amber Heard. And this is following an op-ed that she wrote where she never named him, but she did talk about being a victim of domestic violence which Johnny says caused him to lose work and movie roles. So Amber Heard is now countersuing for $100 million and claims she was only ever violent with Johnny Depp in self-defence or defence of her younger sister. So that's what we've seen come out in court so far with both of those actors taking the stand. But now what's really interesting is that even more celebrities are starting to weigh in in real time on the case as it happens. So most recently is just last night, Chris Rock, who has had a bit of a turbulent time, we can say, but now he's making headlines for a completely different reason. So during his latest comedy set in London, and these are reports from journalists and writers who are in the room at the time and have published this info on various sites. So they say that Chris Rock absolutely savaged Amber Heard on stage, saying she is guilty of everything. So during the set, he said, believe all women, believe all women, except Amber Heard. What the f*** is she on? She's shit in his bed. She's fine, but she's not shitting fine. She's shit in his bed. He then went on to say, once you shit in someone's bed, you're guilty of everything. Wow. And they actually had a relationship after that. I mean, so much of what Chris Rock is saying here is just so out of line and so unhelpful to this Mm -hmm. case and the way Amber Heard's been painted. A comment I've seen a lot over the weekend was that neither Johnny Depp or Amber Heard are going to see your jokes or your comments, which I guess doesn't really apply to Chris Rock because they probably will hear this joke. But just generally that sort of general vibe that they're not going to see these jokes, they're not going to read the news, they're not going to see the TikToks, but domestic violence survivors in your various circles will. And I just feel like that's something that we need to keep in mind when we're engaging with this trial. And hearing those words from Chris Rock just makes me feel really ick 
And I can't imagine how it must feel for survivors to hear that kind of jokes as well. Now that clip has been, all the words from that clip Mm. are being shared everywhere and people are laughing about it and they think that his tone is very funny and the fact that he's saying, believe all women, believe all women, except Amber Heard. A lot of people are saying like, oh, well, he's not saying that all domestic abusers are lying. And I was like, once you get into this thing that you're making fun of the woman Mm -hmm. who's part of the court case and just because some of the things that have come out you find distasteful or funny, it's that whole thing that we talked about about if you're not the perfect victim all the way through the trial, then you open yourself up to humour and jokes and Mm -hmm. people tearing you down in that way, which then takes away from your defence. And the thing is, in the court case, like we're not sure exactly, we don't have the information about how the judges and the jury and everything are feeling about who's guilty in this case and who is going to win the defamation case. But in the court of public opinion, it's very clear that Johnny Depp is winning that fight and it's so much to do with the power of his very famous and powerful friends in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people are saying, like, yes, this is part of a comedy set. It's a joke. He's not actually saying Johnny Depp is not guilty. But at the same time, it's painting Amber Heard in a really bad light and making fun of her situation, which is leading people to use this as entertainment. And he's not the first celebrity to like very publicly take Johnny Depp's side. Yeah, so there are actually Depp fan accounts that are keeping track of celebrities showing support. So we obviously have some heavyweights, including Paul Bettany, who I believe is going to testify. Yes. In the 2020 defamation trial, you had statements of support from Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. Huge, two big power players. Yeah, And also, huge. not just big power players, but... Penelope Cruz in particular, I thought her statements through all of this have been very powerful because she's very much painting Johnny as this wonderful man Mm -hmm. who loves women. And because they haven't had a romantic relationship, a lot of people are also saying that it's a sign of how he just treats women and co-workers in general, of her saying that he's such a great person and she can't imagine ever doing this. And so that's already put that seed in people's head that, well, if Penelope Cruz, who has a really squeaky clean image, Mm -hmm. loves him, then how could he be guilty of this? Yeah, she called him one of the most generous people she knew and then sort of talked about his kindness to her during her pregnancy and that sort of stuff. So really just painting him as like a stand-up guy. So we've also had some sort of less heavyweight people (laughs) on Instagram. You have stars like Ashley Benson and Gemma Chan who have commented or liked on pro-Johnny or anti-Amber posts. You also have... Gemma Chan, that really shocks me. Like, I know you can't know what a celebrity is like, but I just, I'm really shocked by that from her. Yeah, it's interesting. You also have Brooke Shields and Jennifer Aniston who have recently followed Depp. Jennifer Aniston, shocking as well. She followed him on Instagram, which I know isn't a complete sign of support, but it's a very telling thing to do when you have such a public profile and you publicly follow Johnny Depp's Instagram account after the trial has started. She's also liked a couple of anti-Amber things. Her hairdresser is also quite, like, rabid on Instagram about this, so it's an interesting sort of circle there. Also, Jason Momoa, who is, of course, Heard's Aquaman co-star, followed Depp recently too. So there's quite a lot happening. I'm surprised about that too. Like, it just really makes you think what's happening behind the scenes. And like you said, we've had less big heavy hitters Mm -hmm. speak out about this, but they're comments really get picked up because celebrities share them. So one is Island Baldwin. So it's Alec Baldwin's daughter and part of, you know, the whole famous family. So she went on a huge rant against Amber Heard and said, the thing is, I know women exactly like this. They are manipulative and cold and they use their womanhood to play victim and turn the world against the man. And we live in a society where it's cool to say men are the worst and blah, blah, fuckity, blah. And like, obviously that's not a very eloquent phrase, but it got Mm. shared and liked a lot. And a lot of people were commenting in support of that. And then even 
recently Jennifer Grey, who dated Johnny Depp many, many years ago, was talking about what a beautiful, wonderful person he is and she can't believe that this has happened. Winona Ryder has also mm-hmm. come out in support of Johnny Depp, Kate Moss. And there's been that whole, have you seen that theory of people saying that every time Amber Heard referenced Kate Moss in her testimony, Johnny Depp looks down and laughs. And apparently people are saying that's because he knows that Kate Moss will very much take his side and so it's undoing what she's trying to say in the defamation case. So it's almost like every big Hollywood hitter is very much in support of Johnny Depp. And there's a few who aren't like Ellen Barkin's going to take the stand Mm -hmm. against Johnny Depp and they had a relationship and stuff, but it's almost like that doesn't compare to all these other people who are speaking out against Amber Heard. Exactly. There's very few public displays of support for Amber in contrast to Johnny. You know, there's especially no sort of brazen likes or tweets are about it in the same way that there is about Johnny. I found it really hard to actually find anyone with any sort of name recognition at all besides Julia Fox. I know, look, we love Julia Fox, but no one's looking towards her when you've got Jennifer Aniston and Paul Bettany and Kate Moss and Penelope Cruz. No one's going to take Julia Fox's word over this when, unfortunately, people do see her as a bit of a joke, not us, we love her, Mm -hmm. but other people. And I think a lot of people are saying now as the trial kind of reaches the halfway mark, well, what will happen if Johnny Depp loses the defamation trial, which means that he has failed to prove that the allegations against him were lies. And that's what a lot of people are saying his career is hinging on Mm -hmm. to an extent. Like if it's found that he was defamed and they can't prove that these allegations around him are true, then technically he could, like I don't think Disney's going to re-sign him for another five movie deal, but technically he could start doing movies again. He could start working because the backlash against him wouldn't be as intense. And I think that's kind of the seeds that all of his Hollywood friends Mm -hmm. are planting to an extent. Like they're already getting all the pieces the puzzle in place. So no matter how the trial ends, he has that Hollywood safety net to make him a famous actor where it feels like Amber Heard is like ruined after this. Mm-hmm. I can't see anyone offering her a job. And especially based on the online commotion about this and the way in which anything pro-Johnny is getting insane engagement, which is just another reason I think a lot of celebs are planting that flag. But Yeah, I don't see any way in which Amber Heard can come back from this. And I feel like that is almost the point of the trial. Oh, 100%. That's why he's doing it. Because, Mm. yeah, I don't think he ever thought like he would 100% win the trial or that she even has a huge amount of money that Mm -hmm. he can take off her. It's all about dragging her name through the mud so that the claims that she's made against him don't look as realistic looking at it through this lens and that he's had a chance to get up and tell his story. And that's why he wanted it live streamed because he wanted people to see him yeah. give that teary testimony and talk about how sad he was and what a good person he was. And so he could keep bringing up Jack Sparrow because he knows people love that character. So yeah, it's super interesting how it's all unfolding and the fact that we've still got a few weeks left, but no matter how the case works out now, it feels like because Hollywood's put their might behind Johnny Depp, he's going to come out the winner no matter matter what. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by myself, Laura Brodnick and Gia Moylan with audio production by Rhiannon Mooney. We'll see you at mamamia.com.au. Bye. Bye. This podcast was made by Mamma Mia, the only women's media company in Australia. If you want to support women's media, we'd love it if you became a Mamma Mia subscriber. There's a link in the show notes.